This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What, uh, what did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the Men's Room. Howdy, how you guys doing? Hola. Hola. Doing well. <laughs> uh, it sticks in my brain. It's uh, about eight years ago or so, me and my wife had went out and bought a brand new Honda Civic. And uh, we're out playing with our kids and dropped them off at home, went back out. And we were sitting at a stoplight at 4.30 in the afternoon up at SeaTac Airport. And I see this guy coming in my rearview mirror in a full-size Ford pickup. And I thought he was going to stop, but he kept on going, kept on going. I'm going, whoa, 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 and he hit us from the back end. He hit us at 60 miles an hour drunk. Oh. Across the intersection. Um, the cops came, and he fought with the cops. They had their guns pulled on them. My wife, had, we had to be taken out of the car by the fire department, uh, messed my wife up. Believe it or not, I was fine. My messed my wife up. She had to have muscles taken out of her neck. It was it was really a bad accident. What we Even after all that, we feel really lucky because we just dropped off our kids. They would have been killed if they would have been in the backseat of the car. Um, the trunk was literally in the back seat. And what really sticks in my mind about this whole story is the judge only gave him 30 days in jail, and it was his fourth DUI, and one of those was a felony hit and run, and he only got 30 days in jail. And that's why he's on his fourth one. And look, he can be a kid. It can be an, if you don't get punished for bad behavior, I, mean, I would keep doing it. Everyone I know, did if you're you, not going to get punished, you're going to did keep Did you doing get at least a decent insurance settlement out of all that? He had twenty five thousand dollars policy limits. Our hospital bills were seventy five, eighty grand. Jesus, man! Oh boy. Okay. And how long ago was this? About eight years ago now. And how's she doing now with her neck and everything? Oh, she'll be messed up for life. Damn. Because of this accident. Yeah. So you know that's what really sticks in our mind is in my mind is our wonderful justice system that you know fourth DUI only thirty days in jail. That's not enough. No, it's not. Actually, with the fourth, he, he was driving on three already. Yeah, you have three. Yeah. You're so driving I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that they revoke your yeah. license at that point. Are you? Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to his license. I just remember going to court and the judge only giving him 30 days. Damn. That well, is also, unfortunately, people drive without licenses all the time. Mm-hmm. 
That's the thing. You, they can revoke his license. I, I'm telling you, if it's that kind of guy, that's not going to stop him from driving. No. no. Jesus, man. What uh, What did you witness that is still burned into your brain? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Tony. Welcome to the men's room. Hi. Hola. Happy Halloween. Thank you, Tony. You Woo. too. <laughs> yeah, so I went to um, this I went through this program while I was homeless back in 99. I think it was February. And um, it was in Kent, and I was through the Catholic Church. And we'd go from church to church each month, and we'd stay there for 30 days. And I, I was homeless for about six months before I got a place. But um, um, in February, I was at this one church, and it gets dark at like 5 o'clock. You know, in February, and yeah. and <clears throat> I was waiting, you know, in the cold till seven, uh, between like five and six o'clock by myself. And then one of the other homeless guys shows up with a bowl, asked me if I want to smoke, and I'm like, hell yeah, and and we did that. And then he gets up and he points to the sky at the airplane going overhead and he goes, wouldn't you like to be in that airplane? I'm like, yeah, I guess because, you know, I think the president's on the airplane. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, and then, and then I'm, I'm looking at him and then my whole field of vision gets skewed like colors, bright colors. And, um, I'm not at the time, I'm not thinking it's the pot was laced with anything, but, now I think it was, and then yeah. Okay, so then the field of vision goes back into focus, and he is not him anymore. He was a, a rotund redhead, and now he's like this Spaniard-looking guy with the goatee, and then his face. Hello. Opens up into a black oval, and has now his upper body is gone. And I'm just looking at this big black oval, and a gray alien shows up. So you smoke PCP? It, I guess. Yeah. How long did it last? Um. Well, okay. So when I saw the alien, I the first thought in my head was Stu, my friend Stuart Castillo. He goes, "I was thinking the, I was thinking the same thing. You too? Yes, yeah, Stu." Yeah, Stuart. No, my friend Stuart. Yeah, Stuart. He, he's no Stuart. Yeah. Yeah, he said, he said, watch out for the gray aliens. And I always thought he was full of crap. But then I saw one. So the only thing I could think to say was his name. To kind of like, I'll just say Stu. And, and then, boop, everything went back to normal. And then the, the, the homeless guy says, don't ever talk to me again. And all I said was the one word. Maybe he and knew he Stu. Storms, and he storms off. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to wait a little bit longer for the homeless shelter to open up because I think it was getting close to the time I got there and it was 10 o'clock at night and I was, and the door shut at eight. So I lost two hours. Yeah. PCP. Of of time. Yeah. That must've been. That's PCP. That's all. Okay. Well, you know, Miles and I have a rule on this, right? So Miles, you know, smoking crack inadvertently, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If you ask someone, do you want to smoke a bowl, please understand that unless you specify otherwise, we all just assume it's weed. Right. Right. I mean, if you, yeah. say, if you say anything else, maybe I question. You say you want to smoke a bowl to me, that's just weed. It's like if I say, do you want to go out for drinks? And then we go to Starbucks. That's probably mm-hmm. not what you're thinking. Right. 
I mean, booze. Unless, I, right. Well, I'll just cut him slack, though, because he's in a homeless shelter. No, I'm saying he doesn't. Right. It's not him. No, no, but I'm it's saying even that, I feel like you're dealing with other drugs when you're dealing with people. Sure. You know what I mean? But there's still you don't be a meet code. A lot of, you don't meet a lot of homeless people who are like, I'm homeless because I smoke too much weed. Right. right. It's also understandable that weed is a shareable drug. It, very much Most so. of the time. Most other drugs, they're your drugs. Yeah, you're maybe, not trying yeah. to share it. I mean, maybe you split a bag of mushrooms with someone, but that's premeditated. But usually a lot of times people go, hey, man, I heard you have. Right. Can I that's, get a pinch that, of That's different. That's different. Right. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for... Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Happy Halloween, over Terrence Daly's in the house. Happy Halloween to yeah. you guys. What uh, what's on tap for tonight at the home? So we will be uh, having Barrett go out trick or treating um, in my my parents' neighborhood, and he is dressed up as Rubble from Paw Patrol. Rubble was okay. the construction. He's guy? He's the construction okay. guy. He's the bulldog. They're There's... like the village people of the dog world. Oh yeah, totally. They're, yeah, they've got the cop, there's the fireman, there's the, the construction, construction guy. Dude, yeah. So Barrett's very into construction, so that's his costume tonight. And he's already been to one trick-or-treating event over this past weekend. Now he's going to load up on more candy. What is uh, what, what is his favorite candy? Oh, a- everything. Anything? If it has sugar, he will eat it. <laughs> okay. He doesn't right. care. Good kid. Good kid. <laughs> He'll so he doesn't anything. say, Mommy, you take this No, one. and I even tell him sometimes, like, oh, I'll be eating candy myself. And he says, what's that? And I'll say, this is for grown-ups. This is grown-ups candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he'll call me out. He's like, no, we had that at we had that in the summer at so-and-so's house. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, but then, he, then he can remember. <laughs> that, that, didn't have, that didn't have weed in it, kid. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. It looks the same. But, it uh, does. This is mommy's candy right here. These are adult brownies. Yes. Yes. We run into that problem. At, uh, my wife will like text me and say, hey, man, I found a Rice Krispies sheet and a brownie in this location. Are they safe? And I, my answer is always the same. I'm like, just throw them away. <laughs> I don't know, right? Because the kids saw them. Do not give them to the kids. Just throw them away. I have to do I it when my mom anymore. comes into town. Just get rid I'm of like, what you, you already can, have. No, I just tell her, simple. You can have anything in the house. is free, free, free game. Just do not eat the sweets in the freezer. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's... You're going to be sideways, mama. Yeah. So she goes and gets one out of the freezer. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I got to take off. Why not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it is Halloween, and uh, there's been a, a lot of rock stars that appeared in movies. Seems they pop up in horror movies more so than uh, other genres. Yes, okay. this is correct. And these movies have very poor IMDb ratings. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. Which sure I that. have researched for you guys today. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. So these are ten rock stars who were in horror movies on Sit and Spin. number ten. Horror movie. I know Sting was in Dune, which was a horrible movie, (laughs) but I don't know if it qualified as horror. So Sting was in a movie in 1985 called The Bride, and after years of research, the doctor finally succeeds in creating the perfect woman who gets the name Eva, and Sting plays Frankenstein's monster. Huh. Oh okay. God. Sting does. Yes. Interesting. And the IMDb rating is 5.4. <laughs> out of 10, in case you're wondering. Probably can't even find that. You know? <laughs> I, I kind of want to now. 10 now rock stars who are in horror movies. Nine, number nine. Deborah Harry. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Videodrome? Yeah. All right. Was it Videodrome? Wow. Yeah. Yes. James wow. Woods, yeah. That movie turns 40 this year. She plays a radio, I think she plays like a radio host in this movie. It's a, it's about a programmer at a TV station that specializes in adult entertainment. Right. Searches. Oh, that's why I saw it. Yes. There you go. I was 14 when it came out. That's what I heard. That's why I went to see it. And I think this might be the highest uh, IMDb rating of the entire I bet feature. you it had a nice Seven, cult following. 7.2. That is okay. not good, though. That's still not great. That is still not good. I mean, I think it's 72%. <laughs> Your kid would tell you, look, maybe we don't go to Red Lobster, but you can't yell. I got to see. Mm-hmm. Ted Rock stars who were in horror movies. It makes sense he would be in a horror movie. Yes, it does. Corey Taylor definitely belongs in a horror movie. Yeah. This one was called Fear Clinic. It was released in 2014. A doctor works to cure patients suffering from crippling phobias by placing them inside his invention, which induces and controls hallucinations. Oh, cool. And Corey Taylor's one of the stars of the movie. IMDb rating is 4.2. Ooh. Classic. Ooh. Okay. Classic. classic. Hey, go better than Sting. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if any of these movies are actually scary. Ten rock stars who win horror movies. Seven, number seven. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. No more, Mr. Clean. You're almost like obligated to put him in a horror movie, right? Yeah, and I don't think Wayne's World's a really horror movie. <laughs> no, it's not that one. And it's also not Hocus Pocus. That <laughs> right. was on Lake uh, Minnetonga, wasn't it? Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, 1991. Alice Cooper played Freddy Krueger's stepdad. Oh, my God. And the IMDb rating is 4.7. That's higher than I thought it would have been. <laughs> okay. These are 10 rock stars who are in horror movies on Sin Spins. Number six. Marilyn Manson in a movie called Let Me Make You a Martyr from 2016. The plot is this. A cerebral revenge film about two adopted siblings who fall in love and had to plan to kill their abusive father. Wow. Okay. They, were that is weird. They, they fell in love, but they were step Gonna kill their sister. Yeah, kill oh. their dad. And the IMDb rating is 4.6. Again, Another higher great than I one. What role does uh, our friend Marilyn play? He plays Pope. Of course. Pope. Of course. That's yeah. what I thought. That's what I thought. That makes sense. Ted Rock stars who are in horror movies. Five. Number five. I've become so numb. I can't feel you there. I assume our boy Chester. Yeah, that's our boy Chester. I'm like, man, this might be the worst IMDb rating for this movie. It was. Uh, <laughs> you know, was Mike? I actually so- did before I put the list together. He was in a Saw movie. The final chapter. Oh, yeah. The ah, final Saw. Okay. Which some of those movies gave me absolute nightmares. Oh yeah, and and the way that he went was not exactly attractive. And if I if I understand, he it's like a gory cameo. He plays himself in the movie. He's not himself. No, I th- I think he actually plays a skinhead in the movie. Oh. But he's oh, got cool, cool. he's got his his back his bare back basically waxed to the back of a chair, and he's got to rip it off so that he could then turn a car off or something like that. I forget how it goes. It's, it's not clean. Though. Mike, it's, would you like to guess what the IMDb rating is on this one? Of the final chapter, it did not do too well, so I'm going to say it did like a four. Three point eight. Three point eight. Wow. We'll yeah. Round up. Ten rock stars who were in horror movies. Four, number four. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mom. I mean, <laughs> Jerry, Bob. Hello, 
Terry Curry, mm-hmm. Twilight Zone the movie, 1983. Oh, oh wow. Okay. The plot. Four horror and science fiction segments directed by four famous directors, each of them being a new version of a classic story from Rod Serling's landmark television series. And she plays Anthony's older sister, Sarah. Hmm. And it gets a, a 6.4 IMDb rating. Okay. I remember seeing that one in theaters, kid. Yeah. Pretty decent. There you go. Ten rock stars who were in horror movies. Three, number three. I want to rock. It's a song about him being a, uh, a geologist. I'm oh, not sure. Mistaken on it. I thought he was smoking crack. Oh. <laughs> Either way. Oh, Strangeland is the movie from 1998. And in this movie, a detective pursues a sadist specializing in body modification rituals who lures teenagers through the internet. Hmm. Creepy IMDb rating 5.0. That was foreshadowing. Okay, all right. It's 1998. Yes. Ten rock stars who are in horror movies. Two, number two. Henry Rollins, yeah. <laughs> Wrong Turn 2, Dead End. Anytime it's the second okay. one, two, the second installment, you know that IMDb rating is going to be great. So they got a chance to take another wrong turn. They did. And this was a group of reality show contestants who find themselves fighting for their survival against a family of hideously deformed inbred cannibals who plan to ruthlessly butcher them all. Let's be honest. If it were a real reality show, who here would not watch that? <laughs> Dude, I was too. I'd watch it. Out in a heartbeat. In, in. Sounds like they ran into the wonderful whites of West Virginia. Yes. And the IMDb rating is 5.4. All right, not terrible. Not terrible. Ten rock stars who are in horror movies and made it to number one. One, number one. (laughs) Was this uh, (laughs) trick or treat? Yes. Bam. 1986. But there's actually two of them. But Mike only gave me oh, music I for one. I know the other one. You know who it is? I do. I remember. I went to the theater to see the movie because I'm a rock kid at that time. Believe it or not, the main evil guy originally was offered to Paul Stanley. Oh. Paul Stanley turned it down and just said, "I don't want to basically play a dead version of me." But uh, Ozzy Osbourne played a priest. Kind of ironic. Yeah. Screaming <laughs> about rock and roll, so it was kind of a funny thing. And Gene Simmons played a radio DJ. Nice. Yeah. Wow. IMDb rating was 5.8. It okay. was not right. that good. That like it was know. not a 5.8, dude. It really uh, was not. Yes, yes, yes. Love it, Terry Daly. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We'll see you here coming up at uh, 6 o'clock. Yes, happy Halloween one and all. Show the day is coming up. You are listening to The Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Name is Big Dummy, 206-803-ROCK. They were almost the Van Buren men. Yes, they almost were. (laughs) Van Buren boys. Hello, Keaton. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Keaton, sober, not sober. Uh, I am currently one month sober today. Oh, hey, congratulations. Nice work. Nice work. I don't know why. Why do people say that? It's not, I mean, it's not fun. Wait, no, that's why it's you're getting t- congratulated. It's tough to do, yeah. We don't congratulate yeah, right. people for having fun. I went on a roller coaster. You're going to congratulate. I ran a marathon. Congratulations. We say that because we <laughs> think that yeah. when your kid graduates from school, congratulations. I know you hated this. Right. Yeah. I have a buddy that posted he's a year without alcohol, but he forgot the out. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> it was like a year with alcohol. That a boy. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right, Keaton, what are you giving up? Oral sex, masturbation, intercourse, or pizza? Uh, I'm going to go with masturbation here. All right. It's gone. Wow. You must have a strong will. Not drinking for uh, a month, no, no, giving no, no, a masturbation? I'm, I'm not married yet, so it still, you know, comes in. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not married, and it's not. I am married. I'm still uh, masturbating. Uh, all right, here's your question. Hell, I'm at work. I'll masturbate right here. Oh, well, don't let me stop you. Great. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate well, the we'll support. Stop no, no. Keaton gave me his blessing, so it's going yep, to happen. Yep, yep. It's going to call. I'm going to. You know what? I'm now going to call it the Keaton beating. I'll be right back, fellas. I can do a little Keaton beating. We're going to talk to the original Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there, Keaton. Here's your question. What show currently holds Netflix's all-time viewership record? Do the Adam Western grip. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, Netflix show. Netflix. Oh, uh, is it Stranger Things? Not a bad guess. Is it the one that was like the Korean show? Yes. What's the name? Squid, Squid Game. Squid, Squid Game. Game. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, your question. What holds the bit in a drill? Oh, the hog? Oh, not the No, hold up. The Chuck? The Chuck. The Chuck. Chuck. What's up, Chuck? (laughs) The Chuck. Yeah, that's the part that you put the drill bit into. Okay, Chuck. What'd you call it? That has a name. It's the the drill. I'd have called it the Drill Gina. (laughs) Well, I mean, think about it. So the bit goes into Chuck. Yeah, into the the Drill Gina. (laughs) No, I say this, Mike, because let's face it. Like when you were growing up. You might not know anything biologically speaking, but my father, if, if he was working on something, grabbed the male version of this or the female version Correct. of this, right? And immediately, I kind of pieced it together. Seriously, I was like, oh, that's what, so what's wrong with Drill Gina? Right? Same freaking thing. Hello, Jess. Welcome to the men's room. 
Hola. Hola. Jess, are you on Team Sober or Team Not Sober? Well, I was on Team Sober before when I first called, but no, we're working on Not Sober. All right, Jess. <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you giving up? Oral sex, masturbation, intercourse, or pizza? Uh, oral. Oral sex, okay. If your boyfriend moves out, it's because of that response right there. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, he's in the other room. Packing up. All right, here's the question. <laughs> What year did the American Revolutionary War begin? What year? Yep. I, uh, 1890. 1890. Oh, my God. Come on, dude. You know, we, we ask a lot of questions, and obviously we're not trying to make them super easy. Uh, and when people get them wrong, you go like, okay, cool, we'll hip you to this information. That guess was so bad, I'm actually depressed right now. Is it 70, uh, 1777? I think 1770. it's 17. Oh. Go ahead. No, I was going to say 1769. Ha. <laughs> 1775. All right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, first year of the war, which kind of inspired us. We're going to write this little declaration. I thought they signed the declaration, then we went to war. No, no, we were already at war. Then it's like, look, man, we're done with it. Originally, they wanted to call it the suck it, but they went with the Declaration <laughs> of Independence instead. All right, your question. What was Claire Huxtable's profession on The Cosby Show? Oh, um, was she a doctor? Lawyer? She, she was a lawyer. Right, he was a doctor. He was a doctor. That's how he got his hands on all those prescription drugs. And then she was a lawyer to bail his ass out later in life. Wow. <laughs> all right, your question. What sibling duo have 13 Emmy nominations between the two of them? All of them in the category of outstanding choreography. You've heard the of these Olsen people. Twins. What's that? The Olsen twins? No, it's Derek and Juliana Hogue. Huff. Huff. Yeah, Huff. exactly. Dancing with the stars. That is exactly. And I, when, he's like signed up with Disney now. So pretty much anything on TV that's Disney is either him or uh, Carlton, whatever that was name is. Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. Ribeiro, thank you. I almost said Anthony Sabato Jr. <laughs> what? <laughs> 1890. All right. Here's a question. First minted in 2000. Whose likeness was on the face side of the U.S. dollar coin? It was a female. Sacagawea. That's it. Nice job, Jess. Well done. Nice job. I can't believe she got that after the 1890. Like, I got one the other day, man. I've never seen it before in my life. The Sacagawea? No, just the new dollar coin. What? Who's on it now? I don't know. It's it's George Washington, but the back of it is a little bit messy. Well, they, a quarter. No, it's, 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 it's a dollar. <laughs> no, remember, that was a massive push. They put him back on there, and it was like, take George everywhere you go. Use a dollar coin. And it's like, right, nobody uses dollar Where? coins. No. Right, Here's not, the problem. I, got a, I, didn't, I couldn't even identify it. It doesn't like, fit in anything that exists, no. right? Vending machine, if your kid wants to get gumballs, right? It doesn't fit. And if you hand it to the cashier anywhere, they'll put it to the side. And then whoever buys the next thing who's getting change, they're going to get that coin yeah. as part of their change. Game is Big Dummy 206-803-ROCK. Yeah. Julie. Hello, Julie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Julie, sober, not sober? Not sober. Oh, what are we drinking? Just a few Bud Light. All right. How many times have you peed? Twice. Twice. Okay. okay. Julie, what are you giving up? Oral sex, masturbation, intercourse, or pizza? Got to be pizza. Pizza's gone. That was a fine answer. Yeah, it was a great answer, Julie. Yeah. Sorry, pizza, you got to go, man. Got to go. I got it. 
I love you, but I got to say goodbye. Much like I did with my grandmother. I can do this. Oh, well, I'm just saying, you know, there's things that you love deeply. And then you, you have no more access to them. And it sucks. It hurts. But I'm still alive. I'm still masturbating. That's my point. All right. <laughs> loosen pizzas like loosen my grandmother. <laughs> I love you. It'll be hard to say goodbye. But mm-hmm. I'm going to carry on. That's why I didn't eulogize her. But I'm still masturbating, everyone. So, you know, not all is lost. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, intercourse. <laughs> I'll enjoy pizza and mouth hugs. Pizza and mouth I'd go to a place called that. Oh, yeah. Pizza mouth hugs. I'll charge 100 bucks for the pizza. <laughs> you bring the pepperoni? Mouth hugs oh, are wow. free. All right, here's your question. <laughs> Julie, how many states begin with the letter A? Ooh, hold on. Miles immediately will start to help you. I'm going to say three. Is it four? It's four. Alabama, Arkansas, uh, Alaska, and Arizona. That is correct. Oh, I forgot Arizona. I forgot Arizona. Really? You guys both forgot Arizona? Yep. Yep. Mike, did you forget Arizona? Nope. Oh. Let's say the hell with them. All right, Julie, I get the feeling you're going to get this one, but I don't know. Okay. The, okay. the berries of the juniper tree are used to flavor what alcohol? <laughs> They're in Ted's fancy old man drinks. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, is that gin? It is yes. gin. Yes, indeed. Very good. That's why gin tastes so bad. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. Davis Big Dummy 206803 Rock. Hello, Ryan. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, Matola. Hola. Ryan, team sober or team not sober? Sober. All right, Ryan, welcome to the show. What are you picking there on the poll? What are you giving up? Oral sex, masturbation, intercourse, or pizza? The five-knuckle shuffle. All right, right, masturbation, young. No one's voted for intercourse so far that's played the game. Uh, Side note, a text came in. It says, whether you're male or female, your hand is a homosexual. I would argue that mine is bisexual. Depends on where your hand's been. I mean, most of the time, sadly, my hand goes down. Yeah, bisexual. But on occasion, it's like, hey, invite the lady in, right? Just saying. All right, here is your question. What popular singer is godmother to Elton John's sons? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Popular Uh, gospel singer? No, just popular pop singer. Popular singer. Is it Cher? Nope. Elton John's kids, huh? Elton John's kids. Godmother to Elton Makes John's sense kids. in a flamboyance kind of way. Right. Mariah? Nope. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, yes. No kidding. But somehow it just makes sense. I'm like, of course she is. <clears throat> All right, your question. The Venus de Milo statue is missing what body parts? The what statue? The Venus de Milo statue is missing what body parts? Um, You're not looking at these. <laughs> The penis. Well, it is missing a penis. Arms and legs. Venus is a woman. So luckily, there is no penis there, but uh, her arms. Arms. (laughs) Do we know if it was designed without arms, or is it one of those where they they fell off in transit or something like that? They believe they broke off. Yeah. I think that's the She picked masturbation on the pole. (laughs) I have no arms. (laughs) All right, your question. Nori is which type of sushi ingredient? 
Nori. Uh, is that that little red stuff on like the sushi rolls? Nope. It's, seaweed. It is the seaweed. Remember late night host uh, George Seaweed? Yeah, George Seaweed. Nope. All right, your question. Let them eat cake is a famous misquote attributed to who? Let them eat cake. Victim of the Queen of Hearts. Mm-hmm. See the question again? Let them eat cake is a famous misquote attributed to who? I, I don't know. Marie Antoinette? Yep, Marie Antoinette. I don't know what she actually said, but she never said that. Question five. She said, let them eat muffins. Yeah, <laughs> eat my muffin. And she wasn't talking about food. <laughs> All right. Your question, what month was Julius Caesar stabbed? What month? Oh, that's easy. Well, now Ryan's on the spot because Ted just called you out. Uh, July. No, man. Ted March. Punch. March. I, beware the Ides of March. Yeah, beware. That's where that term comes from. Do you know what an Ide is? Uh, a malt liquor beverage. <laughs> Believe it or not, Ides, it just means the first full moon in any given month. Oh. Well, St. Ides is a malt liquor beverage. It is, no, you're 100% correct. It is. All right, Ryan, how many Great Lakes are there? Not Three. enough. What'd you say? Three. Five. 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 I wish there was Superior. more. Huron, Michigan, Ontario, and Erie. Correct. What qualifies, uh, seven. what qualifies as a great lake? I understand they're all around Michigan, but what makes them so great? They are great because they're the biggest reservoirs of fresh water, I want to say, world. in the world, in the world yeah, outside yeah. of, like, Antarctica. Thank and they were carved up by a glacier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. us in Canada, like, to the rest of the world. It's like, we got all the fresh water, dog. We got the lakes. Yeah. We also have rabid beavers, but look past that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a couple of those in Russia, too. <laughs> Causing throat cancer. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> the doctor said I got bitten by a beaver. I'm going to die of throat cancer. You're getting your news mixed up. <laughs> All right. Your question. How many bones How many bones does a shark have? How many bones does a shark have? Yep. Is he excited? <laughs> Twenty-one. I don't know. None. Zero. It's all cartilage. All of it. Mm-hmm. Just like your nose. Big nose fish. Mm-hmm. They do. Look at that big they nose. Got, they got a big ass nose. Yeah, they do. With his silly teeth. <laughs> your eyes all the way all spread apart in the back of your nose. You smoking crack eyes all black and can't fix on anything. That big dumbass fish. <laughs> Buck tooth, big nose, black eyes, son of a bitch. Man, you stupid fish. <laughs> That's why sharks attack people, because we insult them. Beady-eyed, buck-toothed, big nose, wet-ass, big gray. All right, your question, how many people have walked on the moon? Depends, do you believe the Hollywood lies? (laughs) Oh, man, let's go. Three. Four? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve yeah. moonwalkers. They we landed like uh, six capsules successfully, and each time there were two cats that got to walk on the moon. Trick question: How many people can moonwalk? <laughs> Truly, only one. One. 
Yeah, you're right, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did it the best. All right, your question. What does GDP stand for? Mike would say his gosh dang penis, but yeah. that is not what it is. <laughs> Yo, your gold darn penis, my bad. GDP. GDP. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every country worries about this. Right. Talk about a nation's GDP. Right. Yeah, you know me. Oh, isn't that uh, another word for the or no, What does it mean? I, I think it's like currency, though, isn't it? It has to do oh, with yeah. currency. Yeah. How much you're spending versus what you're bringing in? Uh, global debt. It's going to go ahead and spin uh, that. Gross, gross domestic, domestic, domestic product. Gross yeah. domestic product, which uh, is how I describe my children. <laughs> Question number four. All right, think stuff like a bush or a tree or a root vegetable, etc. What type of plant produces eggplant? Uh, mm-hmm. Like a, uh, let's go, a, like a bush type plant? Vine? A tree. A tree. Actually, I had to Google it. I'm like, I didn't either, man. I Googled it. it, There's an eggplant It's not exciting. It just looks like a tree, but these (laughs) big-ass eggplants hanging off of it. Okay. Those things are hanging from a tree? Yeah. I mean, literally, that's it. It's exactly, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, there it is. Get out of here. (laughs) An eggplant tree. Get out of here. It's like a Christmas display. (laughs) Get the frick out of here. Oh, hey, why don't you get a hold of one of those and leave me alone? Want to see my eggplant tree? Hey, lady, climb in this tree right here. (laughs) <laughs> you know who loves that tree? Your mother. <laughs> All right. Here's a question. Owen Wilson voiced what Pixar character? Oh, my God. Uh... Wow. <laughs> Go so fast. Wow. <laughs> Wait, was it Lightning McQueen? Oh, nice. there you go. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Craig Gass in the studio. How are you, sir? It's been a long time. I'm doing great. I'm excited. Uh, in all the years I've been listening to this show and even getting my start here at the station, I've never been in the studio with you guys. So I'm excited to be here. This is the first time you've ever been in the studio with us. With you guys. Get out of here. Yeah, Craig, remember we still locked the doors and talking yeah, about I thought we said in, we uh, had a no uh, Craig Gas rule. <laughs> it's in our contract, for God's sake. Man, we haven't seen you in a long time. What's, uh, what's news? I know you're a world traveler. Uh, anytime I see you on social media, you're always hopping from town to town doing the tour and stuff. What's uh, What's been going on? I uh, just flew in from a KISS concert. I had my wristband. Uh, <laughs> I was at a KISS concert in Austin, Texas last night. I am doing a very unique comedy show this Sunday. I haven't done a show here in Seattle in four years uh, since I did a show. I, I did a couple of nights at Clearwater Casino uh, this Sunday at the brand new comedy bar in Capitol Hill. I am going to do a show the night before Kiss does their final show ever in Seattle. Yeah. I'm going to do a one-hour show where I'm just going to make fun of Kiss for an hour. It's the just, entire time. The whole show is just making fun of Kiss. But they okay. make it easy. And listen, I'm going to the show. I'm going to the I'm show. I'm going to try. I'm getting right. off a plane. I'm try I got you a ticket. I got you a ticket. So it's there if you need it. Uh, plan on going to the show. Grew up with Kiss. All these things. They mm-hmm. are very easy to make fun of. Like, I'll always protect. It's like busting down your own sibling. Yes, like, you can't crack that joke. I can because I actually do mm-hmm. respect them. But my God, there's so much fodder. That said, 
How was the show? Because a lot of, you know, as these guys get old, and these guys are legitimately old now. You know what I mean? They're in the 70s. Mid-70s, 70s. Wearing all that stuff, yeah. acting the fool. What's that, my 30, 40 pounds worth like, of crap on? How did yes. their voices sound? They sound amazing. Really? They sound incredible. And um, I did notice right before he went on stage, Gene was just sitting quietly outside his dressing room door, and he wasn't talking. Um, George Lopez was standing in the hallway, and, and George goes, you, you, Did you see Craig? Did you talk to Gene? I go, I don't, I don't want to bother him. And he goes, Gene, look who's here. It's Craig Gass. And I go, hey, man, I don't want to bother you, buddy. And he goes, come here. <laughs> come over here. And then he stood up, and he hugged me, and he patted my head and said, you're a good boy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> full makeup? That's years and years. In, in full makeup? In full makeup. Okay. I have a history with that guy. Yeah. So, and it's weird because it all ties into KISW. I started uh, working on the morning show at KISW 30 years ago. I started working with Bob what was Rivers. What was it? Oh, Bob Rivers. Back it was then. Bob Rivers. And that okay. was Bob's, uh, I would do voices on Bob's show. And then years later, I started, I moved to New York and I ended up on the Howard Stern show. Howard Stern ends up being the morning guy here at KISW. Yep. Right. And I'm doing voices again. At that point, I am doing some dark Dark stuff. I remember at that time, <laughs> I was doing this piece. Oh, man, this is really dark. Uh, I did this impression uh, that every time a bad person died, someone we could all agree. Okay. Like, right. we right. would all be on the yeah, same right. page. Yeah. That's a bad guy. Like, you when, could tell it's 2023 because now we have to. Uh, caveat. <laughs> we all agree. You know, back right. in the day, you look at that guy. All right. Yeah. So, uh, for example, Jeffrey Dahmer. Sure. That we can all agree, not a good person. And when he died, I think I was the only person on planet Earth getting a pen out, writing jokes. And the next morning, I would call in as Sam Kinison calling live from the <laughs> gates of hell with oh! Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is Sam Kinison. I'm down here at the gates of hell giving you a live report where Jeffrey Dahmer has just shown up. And this guy's already looking at my ass like it's a T-bone! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really dark. <laughs> and then I started doing this impression of Gene Simmons. And uh, it didn't really go anywhere. And we'd have meetings about how do we, how do we, it's a good impression, but what do we do with this impression? And then it started becoming this thing that every time we'd have a music guest in the studio, I would constantly interrupt <laughs> the music guests as Gene Simmons and try to sell them crappy Kiss products. <laughs> okay, like lunchboxes. <laughs> right. so lunchboxes and stuff. In fact, uh, George Lopez said that when he was coming into the building, uh, there were people wearing Craig Gas Sucks t-shirts, which is at my show. <laughs> and, um, and Gene was telling George about, you know, the first time I heard about this guy, uh, my neighbor was Suzanne Summers, and she got upset because she was on the radio talking about, uh, you know, I've been dealing with uh, these serious issues, and and I beat it, and, you know, at the time, she's getting ahead of cancer, and she said, and then all of a sudden, they said, hey, we have somebody who wants to talk to you. It's Gene Simmons from KISS, and I said, hi, Suzanne, this is Gene Simmons <laughs> from KISS. I am so moved by your story. I want to offer you a kiss lunch pail for forty nine ninety five, and I tried to <laughs> sell it. And she, I didn't know this. She was a me. I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And yeah, and then this crazy thing started where um, I was interrupting all the music guests, and then we get a uh, one day our producer walks in the room and says, "Hey guys, we, we got a problem." 
Everybody stop. We got a problem. Uh, Gene Simmons just walked in the building. He wants to beat the hell out of Craig right now. And I went, <laughs> he's here. I go, wait a minute. He's, we're not going to let him up here, though, right? We're not going to. Gary, we're not going to let him up to the floor, though, right? And he goes, well, all the security guards are big Kiss fans. I've already let him in without a pass. Mm-hmm. Right. And they just let him in the building. And, and he walked in. And <laughs> what wow. are you thinking to yourself? Like, oh, my God. Is, is this he, guy going to come here and beat the piss He's out a of big him. guy even without the six, six foot four. The yeah. boots. I mean, six he, foot four. He's a big dude. Oh, yeah. He, he's a big man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> as, as someone who, I mean, don't you sometimes just flippantly throw stuff out, man? You got four out, five hours yeah. show yeah. Yeah. where yeah. you just got to be funny and, and you just and you make jokes about people. Oh, there's a lot of people I, I don't want to meet if they already know what we've said about them or how we imitated them, etc. And haven't you forgotten sometimes? I have. Oh, yeah. And then oh, someone yes. goes, hmm. And you go, what's this guy's deal? Yeah, right. And then you've been like, oh, remember, it was funny at the time, but when you, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you have this whole guy, and you go, oh, my God. I'm so, so when he shows up, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and I, and I, I go, man, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I, and, and I remember Howard looking at me going, Craig, 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 come here. It's going to be the best radio show I've ever done. And I was like, what, what are you? For who? Is it right? Not right. for me. Am Maybe for you. Up? And was he nice? He was so nice. He laughed at himself. Um, he actually, every time I tried to sell a Kiss product, a fake Kiss product, he would sell a real one. Oh yeah. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, <laughs> but I've already got that. It's not fake. Yeah. And in <laughs> fact, some of the like he would try to say something serious, and I kept interrupting Gene as Gene and saying. By the way, if I can just stop you for one second, if you go to kissonline.com <laughs> right now, you will see the new Kiss toilet. Right. Now, you well, might he's be... Going, he's going ding, 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 right. ding, ding. Yeah. Right, because as a joke, I say, now what's the difference between a regular toilet and a Kiss toilet? Where our toilet is a pay toilet. You have to put a quarter in it, <laughs> right. and then you listen to Deuce while you do your business, right? And then Gene looked at me and said... You know, I could do that. I could actually. <laughs> Deuce. And then over the years, so so it starts with Jeez. the confrontation. The next day, I get a phone call from this uh, McGee Entertainment, which is the management yeah. company for yeah, Kiss. Yeah. And they said, hey, man, we, we just want to let you know, uh, you know, the your biggest fan of, of these Gene Simmons jokes is our singer, Paul Stanley. And I said, get out of here. And they said, don't tell anybody, but. Paul loves when anybody makes fun of Gene Simmons. Like, oh, are you serious? But you can do Paul. And I, I'll, and he hates it. That's, that's the problem, is he hates it. We did a charity event in Detroit six months ago, and he said, Craig, do your impression of me. And I said, hey, everybody, this is Paul Stanley. He goes, you make me sound like I own a hair salon in Long Island. And I was like, oh, you, you don't? Yeah, I, know. I said, man, what a great premise. Welcome. Come on in. It's the Paul Stanley hair salon. Have a seat. I'll give you a blowout. There's two Paul Stanleys. There's Paul Stanley offstage, where as a kid, I really admired confidence. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't a confident kid, and I loved interviews where I saw Paul Stanley, someone said, why is Kiss so great? It's such a softball question. And he said, you know, a lot of bands are envious of Kiss. I'm even envious of Kiss. And I'm like, wow, that is amazing. <laughs> and then there's on stage Paul Stanley where I saw him say in Las Vegas, touring with Aerosmith, he goes, all right, people, now listen. <laughs> you know, I know this town, Las Vegas, is known for its buffets. <laughs> <laughs> that 
And I can tell you right now after this show, I see a lot of people in the front row. I really want to eat. What are you talking about? I brought in my love gun. I saw the same tour two months later in New York City. They performed Madison Square Garden, and I go with a bunch of comedians. I bring Jim Norton and Jeff Ross and Steve Byrne, and we go backstage. And anyone who works for Kiss that walks by, I go, hey, did, did you did you hear him uh, in in Vegas when he said he was going to eat the front row? Three different guys that work for Kiss said, did you hear what he said in Omaha? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> did you hear, hear what he said in Omaha? I said, no. Yeah. Ask about Omaha. And, go, <laughs> and apparently in Omaha, Paul Stanley said, all right, people, now listen. <laughs> you know, I know this town, Omaha, Nebraska. Is known for its Angus beef. <laughs> and I can tell you right now after this show, I'm going to want to sink my teeth into some meat. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole arena, after a pause, went, what? <laughs> and he goes, wait, now hold on, hold on. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a thigh or a rump roast. And the crowd went, what? And then the guitar techs behind the stage were going, what the hell is he doing up there? What's, he's just getting lost in the woods. That is the whole show that I'm doing at the comedy bar. We're going to lick it up. And what's interesting is Kiss is going to be here. The road crew is going to be here. Right. On Sunday. They have a day off. Uh, somebody here says, yeah. just bought a ticket to Craig's show. Looking forward to it. Oh, the thing we appreciated about Paul Stanley, and I've seen them five or six times probably in my life. Whatever city that you see Kiss in, when Paul Stanley greets the crowd, oh my God, he takes the entire metropolitan area. So it won't just be What's going on, concrete? I don't think about you crazy people in Mount Vernon. I mean, it's basically concrete mountain. Whatever's the smallest town, Paul Stanley. Are you from the Tri Cities? I can't believe you said that because one of the things I talk about during this show. And by the way, the tickets are at getgas.com. My website is getgas with two S's.com. I saw them in Uncasville, Mohegan Sun Casino. It's in between Boston, Hartford, Providence, and New York. It's not New York. It's not Providence. It's not Hartford and Boston. It's just, it's Uncasville. Right. And several times, and the first time he did it, he goes, Uncasville and the surrounding community. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I go, did he, he see a black priest? Did he just say? And then he ended the show by saying, Uncasville and the surrounding communities, we love you. <laughs> That's how he ended the show. He's a pro. Sunday night. Sunday <laughs> night. It's all kiss jokes. A lot of musician friends of mine in Seattle asked me to do it in Seattle. So I'm, I did one in Austin last weekend. I'm doing the final shows in New York, but I'm going to do one night, all kiss jokes, here in Seattle, Sunday night, getgas.com. Get Gas is up in Capitol Hill. Used to be the vegan heavy metal bar. Um, vegan ooh, heavy metal the, bar. It used to be the vegan heavy metal bar. What was it? Uh, the, oh, why am I spacing Are you being serious? Yeah, bike. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I lived up there for years, but I... Why am I spacing on the name? Are you, are you doing this every time Kiss plays? In other words, I'm only you, doing you, it three times. So you did it in Austin? I did it in Austin, but Kiss did not come to the show in Austin. But again, Sunday, everyone gets into town on Sunday. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. All right. And you still do the Kiss Cruise? And I still, oh my God. The Kiss fans hate me because of the Kiss Cruise. You're kidding oh my me. God. What? Do we have time to explain this? Oh, yeah. Just can you go back on the other yeah. side? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll, I'll tell you, I want to hear why yeah. people hate Dude, you. Yeah, the Kiss fans now hate me more than Gene Simmons ever did. You're not going right. to believe. I made a joke 
that they took the wrong way. I'll Uh-oh. tell you about it when we come back from all the commercial. Right. Comedian uh, Craig Gass joining us in studio. <laughs> Sunday night, you got a show. Do it all kiss. All kiss jokes. All the tickets are at getgas.com. I haven't performed in Seattle in four years. The High Line, is that what it was called? High Dive. High Dive. High, high Dive's dive? in Fremont. No. 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 High, high Line. line. People here are saying High Dive, Capitol Hill, I guess High Line? Listen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that like the old school car or something parked out front. I- if you've done cocaine in Seattle, you know where this place is at. Okay. It's in oh, Capitol yeah. Hill. Fair enough. And now it's called Capitol Hill Comedy Bar. And the link for the tickets, it's an all-kiss comedy show. Making fun of Kiss, the entire show. It's at getgas.com. Get gas with two S's. I was saying before the commercial break that um, Gene Simmons had his issues with me. And then Paul Stanley steps in and says, I like you, and I want you to perform with KISS. So he books me on this event called the KISS Cruise. I go on the KISS Cruise, and I make a joke on the KISS Cruise that I cannot believe the reaction I got to it. It was a joke. I met a girl on the cruise who was the cruise director. She's super upbeat. She's peppy. She's the Julie McCoy. Yeah, I was going to say. Sure. That's the only other reference I know. The Kiss Cruise. And she says, oh, my God, you're the comedian. You're Craig. You're the guy who does the, um, uh, with Family Guy and American Dad. You do voices. And, hey, do you want to do a funny announcement on the ship tomorrow morning? And I went, oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Well, let me ask you a question. If I I make an announcement, who's going to hear the announcement? She said, well, if you want, we can flip a switch, and it'll get piped into every cabin. And I went. Flip that switch. <laughs> Flip I, it. I know exactly what I want people to wake up to. The next morning, 3,000 of the biggest KISS fans in the world woke up to Bing Bong. Hey, everybody. This is Paul Stanley. <laughs> and this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And we have a very important announcement. Do not panic, but we have a very important announcement about the KISS cruise. My friends who were on the ship said at that moment, all the fans stopped and were looking up at the speakers and smiling until the next words out of my mouth. We've just hit an iceberg. Now. <laughs> You're in the Caribbean, mind. right? When I sit, we're, we're in the Bahamas. Right, right. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. There's no reason for you as an intelligent person to go, this ship's going down. We're in the Bahamas. But do not panic, because KISS is going to take care of everybody. We actually have three packages to get you off the ship. First, we have the platinum package, $5,000. We'll put you in a life raft, and you have your own private photo taken with KISS. Then we have the diamond package. Isn't that right, Paul? That's right, the diamond package. For $10,000, where we throw you in the ocean... With Tommy and Eric, and then Kiss floats by on a raft. We do a private acoustic show. Everything I said was stupid, but several Kiss fans ran up to the employees and said, so Kiss is just going to charge us to get off the boat now? They they believed it? Yeah, they believed it. Thank God they couldn't see it. Yeah, and and then the next year I started doing announcements. uh, Well, the next year was like the last time I went on the Kiss cruise, I did announcements as other celebrities and... Uh, Sebastian Bach was on the ship, so I started doing <laughs> announcements as Sebastian Bach. Do you ever look at Sebastian Bach's Instagram page? No. His whole Instagram page is all of his um, cameo videos. Oh, God. And he, he, he makes a lot of money doing these cameos. And the man does not do a second take. Somebody, <laughs> somebody directed me to what, and I'm, I'm, I can't even tell you what the date is, but if you go through his Instagram, you'll see this video where he goes, 
Hey, what's up? This is Sebastian Bach. <laughs> and I want to wish a happy birthday to Dave. <laughs> Dave, your wife Carol wants to wish you a happy birthday. Rock on. And I know that cancer is very hard. Oh, my oh, God. No. Oh, what the hell? Go. And he just keeps reading. <laughs> I do. Do a second take. Right. Do a second take. Don't we have, uh, don't we have a little uh, Smokey Robinson attempt at uh, oh, doing yeah, that? Uh, the Smokey Robinson doing it. Just, you'll figure out what he's trying to say. Okay. By the way, I have another cameo that's made a cameo Hall of Fame. Happy Chinooka. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Right, he's like, I don't know. I don't he know literally what that goes, mean. well, your family you, wanted me to say this. Happy, happy Chinooka. I don't know what it is, so happy Chinooka. Like, damn, bro. Have you, uh, have you ever had any run-ins with the, uh, the, the previous members of KISS? Have you ever met, uh, you know, Peter Chris or Ace Freely or Mark yeah, St. John? Or they all love Vinnie it. Vinnie Vincent. Bruce Keelick, or, Vinnie Vincent. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all super supportive of it. And, uh, I bet they are. Can I just point out one thing? This is Gene Simmons from KISS. <laughs> I'm listening to the show on an ISDN line at the KISS headquarters. You make jokes about Hanukkah. There's only 35 more days until Hanukkah. Happy Chanukah. And right now at KISSonline.com, get your Paul Stanley Harry matzo balls right now. Go to KISSonline.com and take care of your Jewish friends. Boom. Sorry. <laughs> you know what's funny is that... Does um, he say from Kiss every time? So here's where the joke comes from. <laughs> the first time he... I mean, I love it. I'm just the asking. first time he... He does say it every time, but the first time he confronted me live on the air, I, it happened to be a day that was a big day for me personally. I was headlining Caroline's for the first time, which for a stand-up comedian is a big deal. To headline, it's, it's, it's in Times Square. It's a big club. And someone told Gene, you know, you know, Craig's got a big day today. You know, he's, he's, and he said, give me his phone number. And someone gave him my phone number. And he left me a voicemail. I still have the voicemail. It just goes, boop. Hi, Craig. This is Gene Simmons from KISS. He actually <laughs> said <laughs> from KISS yeah. on my answer machine. Because you have a lot of Gene Simmons. Yeah. Others, right. Like, I'm going to confuse you with Gene Simmons from yeah. Pet Boys. I know who you are, <laughs> right. man. And he said, I want you to know, I know you're headlining Carolines, and the KISS army is behind you, and I support you. That's why I'll be in the front row. Sat in the front row with a bunch of women he brought to the show. Of course he did. It's awesome. And when I started doing jokes about KISS, he just started to turn around and look at the crowd. You know he's talking about me. Is that something? <laughs> and then he invites me to a strip club that night, and I and I and he lets me bring my friends, and that is when I witnessed a rock star. It is a crazy thing to watch a rock star walk into a strip club because the music stopped, immediately started playing Kiss. We get escorted into a back room where the strippers come out in force, and they just covered jeans. There's two couches. Jeans on one couch. Covered in strippers. <laughs> Me and my two buddies on the other couch going, Yay! Good for you! <laughs> Yay! Nice to be you! Yeah! And then Gene sees me through the crowd of strippers and he goes, Hold on one second. Ladies, can I ask you a question? Do you like stand up comedy? <laughs> you do. Great, because this gentleman right here is the gentleman who does the impression of me. <laughs> Isn't that something? And all the strippers looked at me, and I went, "What's going on?" And they all went, "Nothing." No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably nothing. Yeah, but yeah, over the years, doing that impression, it's not just former bandmates. Because you asked about, did former bandmates like it? Former bandmates 
former employees, they all on the down low will go, I got a story for you. <laughs> and they all try to hand me stories about them, and the right. stories are horrifying. Have you ever translated it, any of the stories to stand up I mean, and then have him say, how did you find out about that? There's one that scared the hell out of me. There's just two that are like my all-time favorite. Uh, one is uh, one guy called me up from a recording studio and said, the guy who owns this recording studio is a huge fan of yours. He wants, do you mind if I put him on the phone? I go, of course. And this guy goes, dude, I love all of your impressions, but your Gene Simmons is my favorite because Gene Simmons was the first guy to ever screw me over in this <laughs> business. Uh, Gene actually came into my recording studio many years ago to produce a, a, a new album for a new artist. And at the last minute, Gene tried to do this move where he tried to move into my largest facility for the same amount of money. And then he just showed up and said, did you get my message? I want to use Studio A. And I said, I did. I actually called you back. I don't know if you got my message. <laughs> right. But um, uh, I, I, I left you a message. Uh, someone is using that studio. And uh, I asked them if they would switch. And they said no. And he goes, do they know that Gene Simmons from KISS is here? And he goes, you know what? If you want to ask them, you, I'm not going to ask them again. But if you want to ask them, you can go ahead and ask them. He goes, all right, we're Studio A. It's all the way down the hall. It's the last door on the right. Gene Simmons goes walking down the hallway, opens up the door to Studio A, looks inside, and sees the Wu-Tang Clan recording an album. <laughs> oh. Closes the door, comes back up to the front, and goes, <clears throat> right, we're Studio B. He never even opened his mouth. <laughs> but but the, one that got, the one that got back to me, the one that got back to me was the guy who works in the road crew who said, hey, man, I got a story for you uh, years ago. This is before Gene Simmons got married. We're on tour. This is about 20 years ago. Gene Simmons hooked up with Miss America while we were on tour. Miss America came to our show. Gene hooked up with her. It was, it was crazy. The next night, Gene hooks up with a girl that looked like a prostitute. Like, everyone in the road crew was like, Jesus, did you see that? Oh, my God. The next night, they have a day off in a town that's so small that the band and the crew are staying in the same hotel. And this guy tells me from his point of view, he goes, I was sitting in the bar of this hotel when Gene Simmons came walking through the lobby, and he's dragging this enormous girl with him through the lobby. And I, I looked at him, he turned around, got in the elevator, pushed the button to his floor, and then he noticed me, and then he folded his arms and said, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the door's closed. So he walks up to Gene at soundcheck the next day and goes, Gene, did you, did you hook up with that girl last night? And he goes, of course. And he goes, Gene, didn't you hook up with Miss America the other night? He goes, Steve, listen to me, okay? I'm going to give you some valuable advice. You can't have filet mignon every night. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, you got to go to McDonald's. It's the worst joke. It's the worst advice I've ever heard in my life. And uh, I did an interview with a rock station in Portland like six years ago, and I told that story. And the guy called me up and said, hey, man, i got to play you this great audio. I have a Gene Simmons talking about you. And I said, oh, what was he saying? And he goes, well, I played him your story about filet mignon at McDonald's. And I was like, you, you played that for him? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, you got to hear his reaction. Played the whole thing, and at the end of it, they go, so what do you say to that, Gene? And he goes, well, it's true. You can't have filet mignon. <laughs> he stood behind it. I was scared to death when I heard it. But I did hear, again, I flew here from Austin. I saw Kiss last night 
in Austin. All, all the videos on my Instagram right now are from this Kiss concert I was at last night in Texas, and and one of the security guards was wearing a Craig Gas Suck shirt, and he told me that uh, that Gene Simmons saw him and said, "Where'd you get that shirt?" And he goes, "Oh man, Craig Gas, the comedian, did a show last night." And he goes, "Yeah, did he?" talk about me and he goes a lot <laughs> <laughs> and, and Gene Simmons said good <laughs> he was happy about it so oh. Sunday night uh the Capitol Hill Comedy Bar it's it's uh beginning to end the whole show a little bit of background about me and just how I learned how to do voices growing up in a deaf family do you guys know I grew up in a yep. deaf family yep. um my whole family's deaf my mom my dad and my sister are all I'm laughing because um, that's hilarious. Well, yeah. because yeah. It is. no it wonder is. you're a quiet kid. And, and sometimes people get it wrong. Like I did a show once opening for Metallica, and this is a quote. You can't get mad about this. I'm just quoting the man. When I opened for Metallica, the drummer Metallica introduced me to his band by saying, "Hey, man, this is Craig. This is the guy who does all the voices. And check it out." His whole family is retarded. Go, Jesus! Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, dude, they're deaf, man. You're messing wow. my whole story up. Yeah. So. Wow. I, I love that when I go, I'm, I'm only laughing, and you go, because it's hilarious. And right. I go, yes, you're yeah. right, because it is hilarious. Could you right. do a sign language comedy show? Yeah, in fact. I mean, I'm being dead serious. The could, best, you, could you do it? Absolutely. And the best deaf jokes I've ever heard in my life were from deaf people, like the most offensive like a few years ago. Because that's how it works. If you're going to do a black joke, you'd have to call me on stage. Here's my friend Steve. So yeah. you, you, I can say you, your you, material. You, you, it's you, like you, Michael Che and uh, Colin Jost. Right, right. right. You, exactly. But you're, you're fluent enough in ASL to be able to go up there and just riff for an hour? Yes. And the jokes from deaf people, like uh, a few years ago, uh, my, my sister turned 50 and we threw a surprise birthday party for her, which... You could argue that any surprise. Do you have to keep it down? Right. Don't. Exactly. I mean, don't be. I feel like I could pull that off. You guys are already ahead of me. It's like having a blind. So you It's like having a blind. It's like having a blind brother and turning the lights out before yes. he gets in. You could argue that anything to deaf people is a surprise. <laughs> sure. But we threw a surprise birthday party for my sister, <laughs> and then a after the big surprise, we're all yell? we're all sitting down. <laughs> And my do sister you have the sign surprise? I mean, <laughs> yeah. like the George like surprise, yeah. like, they can't hear you. Well, that's a great, a great, great question too. Is do they do they do American Sign Language at a concert? Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they they. Um, Would you sign for Paul Stanley? Right, exactly. Right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you can just stand by the stage. You're already wearing all black. I mean, you know, maybe they could put you in a little bubble. Put you in the <laughs> I, mean, I sign out. He did wants they to just eat say the front Mount row. Vernon? They did. He signed <laughs> it, bro. <laughs> my sister, after we did the big surprise, she sits down and we're having dinner. And my sister, who is deaf, is sitting across the table with me. She's signing to me and she waves and says, Do you want to hear a good joke? And I said, Sure. And then she said, Me too. And I was like, Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I had never Jeez. heard that joke before. I yes. never heard that Sunday joke Sunday night, before. please please plug the show one more time. Yes, it's going to be Sunday night, the night before the final KISS concert ever in Seattle. And this is the end of KISS. I'm, I'm, I'm almost for sure you're right because uh, yeah. you two extended their, Vegas, their uh, Las Vegas re residency where you live. Mm -hmm. And they asked KISS if they wanted to back it up. And Paul Stanley said, I am done. I mean, yeah. you could do a better night, but I am done. I'm not I'm doing this. I'm done, people. Puyallup <laughs> 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 and the surrounding communities. I'm done. So this is going to be it. So this is it. And on Sunday night, and people who work with Kiss, uh, people in the band Kiss, have been fully supportive of me making all these jokes. They endorse it fully. 
and the whole show. <laughs> we're doing two shows now at the Capitol Hill Comedy Bar, brand new comedy club up in Capitol Hill, and the info for tickets is at getgas.com. It's two get, S's. Get gas with two S's.com. Man, it's, uh, this, this station means a lot to me. And uh, 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 even just being in the car and listening to you guys for years, just going, hola, just feels good <laughs> to say. Like, you know? And to be able to come into this room and finally, like, we've been hanging out with each other for I know, years. I know, man. Concerts yeah. and doing the roast. And, yeah, but nothing and, official, right? And it's tough because doing the roast with you guys, I'm a fan. And then I got, like, I've done roasts where, like. And then you talk smack about it. You have to. You're supposed to. <laughs> right. And I remember, like, all right, it's the men's room, so i got to put one of you in a handicap stall, right? That's, that's, that's <laughs> I have to. Someone's got to be the recipient of the sure, handicap sure. stall. I've done roasts with Scotty Ian from Anthrax. I have seen Anthrax 20 times, but it's a roast, so I have to say Anthrax. What a great name for a band that makes everybody sick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if someone shows up at your party and says, I brought some Anthrax, you hope they're talking about the disease. Like, <laughs> oh, damn. And, oh, and Scott's looking at me like, dude, you've been to my shows. Like, I know, it's a roast. It's, it's a, a roast. roast. I have to say things. Right. So. Uh, by the way, just you know, a couple of texts. I might have to go to the show now. I'm glad they say it like that. I wasn't going to. Right. Uh, I'm dying laughing at work right now. You need to bring Craig on more often. Awesome. Now we contractually, awesome. it's limited. Yeah. yeah, make a whole Seattle day out of it. Go up to Capitol Hill, see Craig, yeah. go, go, go over to Dick's. Yeah. I know you've been sober for a number of years, so I think we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there <laughs> deserves to be recognized. <laughs> and the men's room knows just who it is. We can change that. <laughs> so to you, we say... Bottoms up, sailor! You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time is, as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve a Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. I originally had a different toast completely uh, uh, written out, but it's not. We're going to go with our guest, Craig Gass. That's right. It has been years in the making, man. I'm glad you could finally actually show up on the show. Me too. And uh, being a, a massive Kiss fan, nothing brings me more joy than listening to you make fun of them because they are easy to make fun of. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things, man. Uh, you will be at the show Monday night, and I'll be at the show too. Okay, yeah, I'm right, go cool. gonna look for your ass, man. Do you have like special right. uh, passes or anything? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, I got I got an all access pass. It's in Jeez, my car right I now. So if I sit there them. and insult the band, I can get all access. <laughs> That's what you're telling me. It's specifically Paul wants me to make fun of Gene. He doesn't like it when I do <laughs> jokes about him. <laughs> okay, and they they, right. they pit me against each other, and it's it's really insane. And then they make fun of me too. The other night, Gene Simmons said he he brought me over and he said. These are my friends. I want you to entertain them. And I go, hey, what's up? My name's Craig. And he goes, no, impressions. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Do your oh, thing. All right. And I start doing Dance impressions. Dance for me. And one of the guys says, How, do you practice those impressions? I said, no, nah, it's a long story. My family's deaf. And they said, is that true? And Gene goes, it's true. His family's deaf. And he's dumb. And I went, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> so Zap. it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. Zap. And I'm so grateful for them because I'm such a fan. I'm such a fan yeah. of the band. No, no, so. man, that's awesome. Well, you guys are out smoking a cigarette. Craig was telling a, a story about him and Migs and this and that. Oh, because Migs like, helped me get sober. If I had reached out to you guys, I think I'd still be using. I was like, you would be. Oh, oh. <laughs> Migs helped me get sober by talking to me as a friend and saying, you're being an a-hole right now. And the way you're treating your friends is not cool. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And it really, it really woke me up. And I said, if it was this group of guys, oh no, we would not. <laughs> you're awesome. Program. Keep busting them. Stop being a puss. Right? Come on, man. You, you can got get darker this. than that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Tell yeah. them what you really think, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so we awesome. pour this booze and we drink this booze. And Craig doesn't drink because he's a moron. <laughs> 
Well, I'm sorry, man. We pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think, Craig, that it is yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the whole lot, bitch, Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man. A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.